In this episode of Daily Cyber, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the industry when it comes to cybersecurity and really catching up to, uh, with you on how you're doing with the COVID-19 pandemic three months after it started. So let's hack at it. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, USADO. USADO is a Canadian-based cybersecurity company that provides 24-7 cybersecurity support and compliance service that align their customers' tolerance for risk, their clients, suppliers, and government contractual mandates. USADO's teams focus on using insights to drive business decisions. There's no need to leave strategies to chance when insights can be used to show what changes need to be made and how to make them. USADO offers multiple services to help companies simplify IT, centralize cybersecurity management, and meet compliance standards. USADO can customize their service to work with your existing IT network and programs. For more information, contact USADO at info at uzado.com or visit their website at www.uzado.com. First, let me say, I hope you and your family are safe. I know this pandemic has been affecting all of us in all different ways from personal health, uh, looking after our families, you know, our loved ones, to all the way to financial economy, our careers, our companies. Uh, some people, you know, have had to close down their companies after a certain amount of time just because they weren't able to cover the overhead and the cost uh, and not making any revenue, bring anything in. So a lot of concerns that are going on and that side. So let's first talk, talk about personally. How are you doing? You know, how are your fam- how's your family? How are yourself? You know, are you okay through this pandemic? Comment below. I love to just to kind of check in, just make sure that everything's okay, that you, you're safe, that your family's safe. And, you know, if there's anything that I could do, you know, even just have a you know conversation, let me know, you know, just reach out, comment below and uh, we'll uh, get connected. I think it's really important to kind of re- remind ourselves that we're human beings and that's, you know, our main principle is to support each other as humans, right? To really kind of be there. So like I said, that's one of the reasons why I'm reaching out and just really, you know, through this podcast, trying to connect as with many people as I can just to help, you know, even have just conversations just to know that you're not alone. There's people out there that care and there's people out there that's willing to support you. So let's talk about what's going on, you know, three months after now. We're kind of going through this pandemic. A lot of things are going on. Uh, People have been laid off. You know, some people are getting government assistance. You know, I think it's in in Toronto. It's uh, $2,000 a month. We don't know how long that's going to go on for and how long the pandemic is going to go on for. We're hearing rumors about back to work strategies, which is great. Uh, that means the pandemic is starting to slow down and then hopefully the, you know, it's, you know, sizzles right out and then people are back to work and we're kind of back into connecting and, you know, back to some sort of regular workflow and lifestyle. Uh, I think the lifestyle has changed, uh, since, uh, the pandemic started. I think there's a lot of changes that happened. Uh, I would say more to the positive. I know there was a lot of challenges that went on, but, a lot of positive changes that have been happening. People are now more connected with their family, spending more time. Uh, I think our priorities have changed of, you know, looking after, you know, everyone else. I know even talking with myself, you know, there's certain times when you get so busy, you're thinking about all these other things about work and money and finances. And I think this really kind of resets to kind of go, what's really important in our lives. 
So that's kind of the, the good thing. You know, some people sadly have lost loved ones and, you know, people have been sick. So I, my condolences go out to you and your family. And now kind of moving forward, how do we, you know, look at this now? How do we look at the pandemic? And something that I've been doing is just reaching out and connecting with people for both personally as well as professionally. And which brings me to kind of what's going on with companies and what's going on in the industry right now from my uh, insight and from what I'm seeing. First and foremost, we're starting to see, or we actually saw, you know, and I'm going to use the the scenario here of you know February, March, and what I've been hearing from companies when this first hit, you know, it was kind of an overnight change. You know, people were going, going, kind of going, okay, you know, we know there's going to be some impact to our companies, but what is, does that really mean? And then when social distancing came out and and you know, the government was telling that people that had to, you know, close down their business. Also now the, you know, panic stricken, okay, what do we need to do? Like we need our, our employees to be able to work. We need to be able to set up some sort of, you know, commerce solution so people can purchase if they didn't have one set up before. Now they need to make sure it's set up. And if it was set up, they need to make sure it's scalable. Right. So if they get a rush of orders, how does that really look? You know, how do, is their system be able to maintain that? And then they'll have to look at security, look at compliance, look at, um, you know, testing to measurable results to making sure it can hold the bandwidth and the the influx of maybe purchases and procurement and then making sure the data secure. So all that had to be looked at. Remote users had to be looked at. Okay, how do we get them set up? You know, do they need laptops? Do they need desktops? Do they need VPN? Do they need endpoint protection? Do they need antivirus? Do we need policies, procedures? You know, do we have acceptable use policy for remote users? You know, and then what's our business continuity plan to make sure our business is still up and going? What's our cost cutting measures that we're implementing right now to make sure that we can last for, you know, and that time was like 90 days, you know, 90 days, maybe six months, you know, when they were talking about um, disaster recovery, instant response. I'm just trying to think all these things were the first initial kind of wave of discussion and doing it overnight, not in the sense of it's a roadmap and we've got, you know, the year to plan this out. No, we need to do this now. We have, we have to make sure we're up and going within a short period of time. Some companies 24 hours, right? They had to start to implement these strategies or expand their current solutions to their whole company, right? They might have subsections of their company that were able to work from home or work remotely, but now they had to scale it to everyone. Right? And then they had to look at cost cutting measures and making sure it was efficient and making sure that they're doing it in a strategic way that's going to last and forecast. And some of them were forecasting for like 60 days, 90 days, right? Um, some of them even up to six months just saying, okay, it could last longer. Now we're three months in, 90 days later, companies are now going, oh my God, okay, now we need to review everything we, we, need, we had to set up. Or maybe we set up so quickly, now we have to go back and review it. Right, go back and do um, a breach analysis, a vulnerability assessment, a pen test. Go look over our compliances, our compliance, our documentation, any policies, procedures, making sure that they're all up to date. Right? And th one of the reasons why, among others, that this is so important, especially with small to mid-sized companies, a lot of these guys have cybersecurity insurance. So what happens is their uh, transference of responsibility is over to the insurance company. So if something ever happens. Right. They go to the insurance company and say, look, you know, we got a breach. We need your help. Can you, you know, we're going to make a claim. We need money to be able to look at forensics, look at getting us back up as fast as going and making sure that our data is recovered, you know, all that great stuff. 
Well, if they do an audit and go, hey, your documentation, your systems weren't up to date for the pandemic and what was your, your, how your kind of environment has changed, we're going to, you know, uh, reject your claim and then you're on your own because you didn't do your due diligence of doing X, Y, and Z. Your policies are not up to date. You know, your systems are not up to date. You haven't done your endpoint protection. You didn't do that. It was all focused on, and your documentation is all focused on your your previous environment prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. And now they get rejected. Now they're not only just down, now they're out of money and they don't have support financially to be able to do the things they need to do. So please, 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 first and foremost, make sure you go back, you take some time if you haven't and go and review all your documentation, make sure all you review all your policies and procedures, make sure everything's up to date so that you are currently hardened to the current environment and everything's protected. Your cybersecurity maturity is up to now your current environment. It's going to take some time. I know it's going to be a hard work among the other 30 tasks that you have on top of your plate right now. But it's so important to take a look at that. And let's talk about what's going on on the managerial executive senior level uh, environment right now, what they're dealing with. I've been hearing uh, from people I'm talking to, colleagues and, you know, other experts in the field who are, who myself as well as them are talking to senior level people going, oh my God, I'm not just, I wasn't just busy before the pandemic. Now I'm extremely busy. I'm five times more busy. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm constantly working throughout the day, back-to-back meetings, getting document documents uh, completed, you know, reports, things I need to do, putting out fires while answering the three, 400, 500 emails I get per day in between my meetings as quickly as possible or while I'm in the meeting trying to answer emails. Then when they're finishing meetings, they're trying to get their voicemails responded back to. They're actually going through and, you know, maybe if they get a chance, grabbing something quick to eat and then going to their next meeting and going through this up until 11 p.m. to some of them are actually 1 a.m. in the morning. And they're just running. They're running, running, running. And uh, I know the one person I talked to, they're doing this seven days a week since it started. They, they need a break. They're going to burn out. Right? And we had this conversation with them uh, together and just knowing like there's only so much that you can handle. And their comment was that, you know what, I got to get this done. Like I got to keep us going. And that's the only reason why I'm pushing so hard is because the business needs me to do this. Right. The board of directors, you know, the senior levels, you know, uh, executives all are, are relying on each other to get these things done and they're all that busy. So it's so important to kind of have the mindset of, you know, what's going on in all areas of, you know, our economy, our, you know, all humanity and in, in, in looking at the, the companies. And it comes important when you look at security, when I'm reaching out to them, uh, I'm finding that more and more people are so busy, they don't have the time to even just answer the phone. And I get that. I mean, understanding that scenario and knowing to see through what they're dealing with, I'm doing my best to be able to reach out and see if I can take three, four, five tasks off their plate so that they can actually keep going and, you know, have a little bit of breathing room, you know, just a small amount. And I think it's important to know where I'm coming from because if you know me, you've been watching my podcast, you've been, you know, following me for a little bit, you know, my core values about, you know, helping people from physical security to working in IT uh, support to working in marketing. All my values was helping human humans, 
you know, whoever came into my office, right, whoever was on the phone and then providing value. And, you know, there's times like even when I was consulting, uh, I would get in trouble because my time, I didn't manage my time properly because I wanted to help so much. So an hour meeting would go an hour and a half because I wanted to give them that extra half hour of value. Just whatever I could do to help them to get them, you know, be successful, help them have a challenge, whatever that may be. So when I'm calling, it's because I've done my research. I'm looking at the companies that I feel are, you know, I could help or I can provide value or I can just even, you know, be a sounding board just to help out. I know they have, you know, their teams. I know they have their people, but just to give them an outside, you know, hand, because I know resources are limited right now. Financials are limited. And the great thing is the company that I work for right now is Usado. The business, uh, the president understands this as well. And having some in-depth conversations with him, uh, Sean, he has talked to me and kind of really opened my eyes to remind me of what companies are going through, what our colleagues and business owners and people that we know are going through. And he set up systems right now for us to be able to do pro bono work, to be able to do free consultations, to be able to just to help with the, with our colleagues and the people that we want to help out with to just provide support through this pandemic because both of us himself and myself realize that it's all about right now helping people while we're going through these hard times, providing any value, providing any information, answering any questions, or even just being a sounding board. Like, Hey, I was thinking about doing X my mind. I got 50 other things on my, my mind. What do you think about that? Cause this is what the plan is, you know, and then having experts on the phone, not myself uh, necessarily, but my team of people that I work with that are experts in the field, be able to say, Hey, that's a great idea. What about doing this, this, and this? And that will be more efficient. That'll cut some of your time down and maybe you can get one of your team to do it. And being able to be available to just, you know, bounce, be a sounding board and help, help out in those areas. I think it's extremely important because there's so much going on to evaluate and to go through. It's just, it's overwhelming. So I think it's so important to understand that, you know, there's certain people like myself, uh, my, the, my boss, uh, Sean, who's the president, uh, Dominic, uh, someone you've saw, you've seen on my podcast, same thing. He's a colleague that I, I work with and I highly respect. He's doing the same thing. The guys that are deep in the, in the environment and seeing everything that's going on are really reaching out now to see whatever we can do to help out because it's going to take the tribe, the community to help each other out to get through this and to come out, you know, successfully. If we, and this is my opinion, if we kind of look at take, trying to take, trying to take constantly, we're going to find that there's going to be a dip and then people are going to suffer and have harder times. My value is really, and if you get a call from me, my value is, and what you're hearing, if you hear my name, Brandon, oh my God, you know I'm calling because one, I'm I'm interested in you. I'm looking to help. I'm looking to kind of see what I can do. And even if I get like five minutes of time just to bounce some ideas and just see if there's anything I can do to help out, that's it. That's all I'm calling. I'm not trying to put an invoice. I'm not trying to meet a sales quota. I'm not trying to do all that. It's not even in, in my, you know, in my, my task or even in my mindset right now. And the great thing is I've, I've spoken to Sean and he's in the same, you know, about, we just need to help out. We need to help out in the economy. So let me, let's talk about what some of the challenges that are going on right now to kind of give you an idea. I know I'm talking a little bit about this, but I wanted to hit that home because I know some people that are finding me on LinkedIn and finding me online are looking at this and kind of going, Oh, who's this guy? And you know, is he just another sales guy? 
I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you, watch all my podcasts, watch all my videos. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Or even just spend five minutes on the phone with me and just you'll see. So let's talk about some of the challenges that are going on in the industry right now. We talked about remote remote workers. Let's just kind of quickly recap that. The, the attack surface has changed right now where attackers are now understanding that doing phishing attacks, sending... Uh, even look at clickbait, anything along that line to remote workers right now is ripe. It's just an increase right now. I think I was seeing it was a 141% increase was one of the articles I was reading just because they know those people are so busy and they're not, how can I say it? They're, they're not doing it maliciously. They might just be so busy with everything else they're dealing with. They make a mistake and they click on something that they shouldn't have, or they're so much, they're so worried about what's going on in, in the economy. They're going worried about the COVID-19 pandemic. They're clicking on clickbait links that have malware to it. And now they've downloaded that. And that's so important to know that, you know, they're not being malicious, that it's just, you have to remind them, you have to kind of be present. You have to help them and support them through this pandemic of education, cybersecurity awareness, you know, going through these strategies to make sure that they're aware. So phishing attacks have increased. Uh, data protection. Something that I've been talking to more and more people about is the, the data at rest. Uh, when data is at on a cloud solution, uh, we see a lot of people are logging through VPN, getting access to their data. I'm hearing more and more of the discussion of that the data is being actually downloaded to the local laptop, tablet, iPhone, whatever that may be, or you know, smartphone, whatever the device that may be, is because what happens is they might, their internet might be slow. There might be so many people at home working or the kids are at home and they're taking up the, the bandwidth of the internet so it's slower and they need to get work done. They need to submit the reports and do that. So they're working locally. So they're saving it on a flash drive. They're saving it on a, an external hard drive or, or even on the, the local hard drive of the actual device and they're working away on it. Well, that device might not be secure. And the challenge with that is, as you know, as a company, as an owner, is that now if someone, you know, they get compromised, malware, viruses, anything along that line. That data that should be secure is not now and it's accessible. So look at your data at rest uh, strategies and your protocols and just make sure that you have those in place. Next is policies, procedures, documentations. Make sure they're up to date. Breach response, incident response, uh, data loss protection, uh, continuity, um, business, sorry, business continuity. I'm just trying to think of any, any other documentation, acceptable use policy, make sure they're all up to date. And if you don't have the cycles to be able to do it, reach out, find, you know, an expert in the field, to be able to do that and help you out. You can reach out to myself. We have teams of people that are doing that. Uh, but yeah, just reach out, get those up to date because what happens, like I explained about the insurance, those are not up to date and you, you do get breached. Now you're going to be rushing to make sure everything's up to date, your security logs, your policies and procedure documentation, your endpoint protection, your, your patch management, everything's up to date, right? Your last backups, because you're going to want to look at how you're going to recover as quickly as possible and get up, especially now when things are hard and things are slow right now through the, through the pandemic. So you can tell I'm excited about this. And I'm talking really fast. And the reason why that is, is just because there's so much to go through and it's, it's concerning to me, to be honest with you. It's really concerning that there's so much going on and people are so overwhelmed with you know what's happening in the industry that they don't have time to even breathe, right? They don't have time to take care of themselves. So 
I wanted to leave that just kind of connect with you about what's going on in the industry. Again, check in to you, check in with you just to see how you're doing through the pandemic and let you know that myself and my team that I work with are there to help anything that you need. Just reach out. We'll do our best to help you out and just be there and support you through this pandemic. So if you get a call from me, just uh, let you know that that's what it's about or call or email or even a, me a, a direct message from any of the social media that's what it is. I'm just reaching out just to make sure you're okay and just you know see if there's anything I can do to take off your plate and help you through this pandemic. So that's it for today's uh, Daily Cyber. Uh, just re remember, be safe. Uh, hopefully your family and yourself are safe and hopefully we get through this very quickly and it's over and we're back into this new way of life, new way of business. So just don't forget, software is hackable, being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next Daily Cyber. <laughs>